0: Welcome to episode seventy-two of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Chloe Condon. Chloe is a former musical theatre actress and Hackbright Academy graduate, and is now a developer evangelist for Century. She's passionate about bringing people with non-traditional backgrounds into the world of tech. And in February this year, Chloe was named one of the two hundred plus thought leaders in crypto and blockchain and yet she claims to know absolutely nothing about them. So Chloe, can I ask you to expand on that summary bio and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Sure, so I'll address the uh, the funny part at the end there. So as a woman in tech, uh, I do do a lot of writing about the experience of being a, a female in this industry, um, especially coming from a non-traditional background. Funnily enough, I ended up getting added to this What seemed to be some sort of copy and paste job of the, you know, top influencers who are female, who you should have speak at your blockchain crypto events and meetups and conferences. The irony here being, I don't know anything about those topics. It was also in alphabetical order, and my name is Chloe Condon, two Cs, so I was very close to the top of the list. So it's sort of become this funny thing that I tweet about and complain about to my (laughs) friends and family. My LinkedIn, I am not exaggerating. I get minimum two messages a week that say, hey, would you like to advise work, um, consult at our blockchain crypto startup, still know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to learn more about that, I, I wrote a blog post about it, um, specifically about this idea of a lot of people have said, well, why don't you just run with it? Why don't you just learn it? Not really how uh, going into an industry works. And I also have my own hobbies and interests other than crypto and blockchain. But it's, it's pretty funny situation to find myself in.
0: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> okay, Chloe, can you maybe share a unique career tip with the audience, uh, possibly one they don't know and should?
1: My unique career tip would be to be as authentic and real as you can regarding not only your brand, but just your background. That mainly comes from the fact that personally, My background is obviously very different than most engineers. I am a musical theater slash television actress turned engineer. And originally when I entered this industry, I thought, wow, I am not going to fit in here. I'm this quirky woman who wears bows in her hair and has sparkle glasses. Um, But I've actually found that my unique brand, but also my background has helped me a lot in this industry. Specifically, you know, I have a theatre degree, obviously. So everything from public speaking to event planning to uh, just about anything creative that you can imagine has been sort of my secret superpower in this industry, which I originally thought was going to be to my ultimate (laughs) demise, but um, has ended up serving me very well.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. It's almost the exception. Well, that gives you your, your unique positioning. Yes. Okay, Chloe, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience?
1: What comes to mind as a low point was actually when I wasn't an engineer, but I was still working in tech. So to give a little bit of context, I actually worked as various admin roles over um, kind of my time post-college. I was working nine to five Monday through Friday to support my theater career, quote unquote, so to speak, um, to give a little bit of context, uh, theater does not pay very well. So, sure. um, I was doing musicals and, and plays in the evening and on weekends. And then my nine to five sort of supported me, uh, while I did that. So it was this weird Superman complex of during the day I was working these administrative roles. And then at night I was bowing to thunderous applause sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, So uh, that being said, I actually learned a lot about what it is like to work in those type of roles. So specifically as an office manager, specifically as an EA, specifically in these sort of recruiting supportive roles, at the time, I didn't really know what engineers did, but but I supported a lot of them. And the lowest point for me was actually right before I decided to make this career change and to become a more technical individual and go to Hackbright, which is the software engineering school I went to, Um, I was working as a office manager at a small startup in San Francisco, and I felt very invisible. And what I mean by that is, you know, I was doing a lot of heavy lifting, in a sense of coordinating team offsites and getting coffee for the CEO and making sure conference rooms weren't booked. And, And I really kind of was the heartbeat to this company, as was the case with a lot of admin roles yeah. that I had had in the past. But in particular, um, I felt very invisible. I felt very, very much like the work that I was doing wasn't necessarily being ignored. But taking the amount of time that I did to load LaCroix in the fridge or even just having someone say, oh, the dog peed over there, make sure you clean it up. Um, It really is a humbling experience to say the least. But I have learned from that a very similar thing that I learned from my time as an actress, which is that kind of this concept of there are no small roles, just small actors. specifically that you never know my my rule of thumb is to be nice and supportive and mentor and lift up everyone that you work with so i think the main takeaway there is you never know if you'll be working with a future engineer or a future you know pm People come back into your life in very mysterious ways, uh, and you never know. It's a a very small tech community. Luckily, I, I haven't had to have an instance yet where I've had to give a strong no to someone who was very rude to me in that particular role. But I do think it's worth saying everyone in this industry is a person, and just a good rule of thumb is to be very nice and empathetic to everyone and support them too.
0: Yeah, very true. So moving away from your worst IT career moment, can you maybe tell us about your IT career highlights or greatest success?
1: About a year ago, I published an article called What It's Like to Be a Woman at a Tech Conference on Medium. And I wrote it from the perspective of someone who came from the theater world, where it is mostly women and almost no men, uh, to kind of having this shocking experience of coming to tech where it's the exact opposite. There are hardly any women and a whole bunch of men, and it's more of a comedic slash truthful uh, take on the experience of, of what it's like to be a woman at a tech conference, specifically that T-shirts never fit you. Sometimes you're the only woman at an after party. People always assume you're not technical. And kind of speaking to those experiences from a candid perspective, less of, a, of the typical articles around this, which usually come from a place of aggression or frustration and more Matter of fact, um, there's a story that I tell in it that's about me being at an an after party and there was a taco truck and the gentleman taking my order asked what name and I said, just say the woman. I'm the only woman here. Um, (laughs) So I think people responded really well to that because A, it gave men a really interesting insight into how isolating and strange it must be to be a woman in this industry. And also it was very digestible content because it was coming from this very approachable Obviously, I come from musical theater, so comedies is something that I am very passionate about in all my writing. But what's been amazing is over the last year, so many people have read this article. And I've been able to travel internationally to you know places like Dublin and Copenhagen and France and Italy and even just within the U.S. And people say, oh, you're the girl with the thumbs up. In that picture with all the men in the room, I loved that article. And it's been wonderful to hear people have not only been able to laugh at it, but also be able to relate to it and and gain some perspective, especially with my low point that I just mentioned, feeling very invisible. It feels really wonderful to be recognized for work and uh, to look back at my life two years ago and go, wow, I actually do have a voice in a community. This is really cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did see one of your photos. I think it was, um, you were standing at the front and there was probably about 20, 25 men standing behind you all talking to
1: each other. Yeah. With a very blank expression. That was a wine cave at a conference and it can be very different obviously, if you're a man in this industry and and a white male specifically, to maybe not notice as much um, how polarizing (laughs) it can be to be in a room of people who just do not look or sometimes think or sound like you. I've spoken at many events. A majority of the room is Men who are old enough to be my dad and have been in the industry a lot longer than me. So when I get comments like, oh, are you having fun at the conference with your husband? And me responding, actually, I'm giving the keynote, you know, feels good, but is also kind of like WTF. Um, (laughs) Can we just assume that everyone's technical? But unfortunately, that's what a lot of the industry pictures Engineers as men in Patagonia jackets, and uh, I'm hoping to to change that one hair ribbon at a time.
0: <laughs> so, what in particular excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular?
1: On a personal level, I think coming from theater, where you can really master a skill, you can become the best dancer you can be, and you can become the best technically trained singer or actor. It's so exciting to me that in this industry. Everything is always changing. There's always new technologies. There's always new things to learn. So you're not stuck in one particular field or industry or expertise. Right now, I'm really excited about um, developing mobile apps, so specifically Android applications. But what really, really excites me and what I hope to to get into soon is machine learning. I mean, there are a lot of scary things about it, as we've seen from (laughs) movies like her and uh, I just saw Space Odyssey recently for the first time. Hal Nine Thousand. Oh yes. Um, so I think it'll be a really—it's <laughs> an interesting time in technology to see not only the things that we build and that computers build, but how we interact with and create laws around and create social justice around machines, <laughs> and specifically once we get machines that that gain some sort of sentience. I also obviously read a lot of sci-fi, so so that's very exciting to me.
0: We're going to move into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Sure. So what first attracted you to a career in IT?
1: Learning a new skill. I'd been doing theatre my entire life, and the idea of this sort of endless possibilities of technology was fascinating to me and is still fascinating to me.
0: What is the best career advice you've ever received?
1: best career advice I've ever received is to be yourself and to bring your background and perspective into the industry. And especially as a woman to speak up and make sure that diverse perspectives are being heard and to make sure that other um, individuals from minority groups are also being lifted up and heard in anything from meetings to general brainstorming to um, industry perspective.
0: If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do?
1: I would probably have not gotten a theater degree and instead used all of my tuition towards buying a home in San Francisco at a lower price, teach myself how to code online and then resell my house now for millions of dollars.
0: Yeah. It's easy to look back at that sort of thing, isn't it? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. And then as far as food, I would just go to meetups and get free pizza all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, What career objectives are you currently focusing on?
1: Right now, I'm I'm really fascinated with mobile development, as I mentioned before, um, specifically with the Android space. Originally, my education is in um, websites specifically with Python and JavaScript. And I'm really enjoying having sort of this Android, almost a template and also much smaller space to design for um, and getting creative with what kind of applications I can build for people on the go.
0: And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far?
1: I would have to say it's a tie between public speaking and event planning. Public speaking, obviously, because I have a very bizarre advantage that I have been performing and and speaking on stage for 20 plus years. And I think also event planning, because when I first went to a meetup, um, I was just shocked by kind of how boring it was cold pizza, warm beer, kind of monotonous speakers, um, not so fun event to go to after working an eight to nine, 10 hour day. Yep. So I find it very funny that just by adding some entertaining elements, which seem like a no brainer for me, have been viewed as this very huge innovation in technology meetups because even some of the bad musicals that I was either in or attended... <laughs> As an actress, had some sort of entertaining value to them. And bringing that into this industry, it's kind of been funny to me. I think it's just proof that diverse perspective is so important in technology.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it can be a bit dried and stayed at times. So, yes, a bit of energy. (laughs) A bit of energy is what it requires.
1: (laughs) We actually do something called PowerPoint Karaoke at our Century Scouts events that we do at Century, where we put up. A PowerPoint presentation of various GIFs and stock photos and funny images, and the person has to improvise a presentation in front of it. Uh And first of all, you would be surprised how many engineers and technical individuals are very good at improv. And secondly, I think the best compliment I've ever gotten about our meetup specifically is wow, I've never laughed at a meetup before, (laughs) which is so funny to me because I'm like, if you're going to take time out of your day and you're going to not go home to your loved ones or friends and family or a book for us introverts, um, why not have it be an actual fun event? This doesn't seem like rocket science to me, but it is for for some people.
0: (laughs) Um, Chloe, can you maybe share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience?
1: It is never too late to learn a new skill. Obviously, I was 26, 27 when I decided to go from musical theater to coding, which is a huge jump. Um, But I think that even is is true within the technology industry. If you feel pigeonholed into a particular language or community or even job title, um, there's so much room for exploration and growth and um, building your career that... I would highly recommend, I mean, what I say to a lot of actresses who come to me who say, you know, is it too late for me? Um, I don't know anything about computer science. I always tell people, you know, if this quirky musical theater actress who two years ago was in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying is somehow making her way as an engineer in this world, then you certainly can learn a new skill and if you dedicate enough time to it, the effort that you put in will come back
0: yeah. to you tenfold. Yeah. I think the, the point is that everybody starts from zero. You have to start at the beginning. Yeah. So yes, you're no different to anybody else. Even if you feel you are, It's there's no difference.
1: Absolutely. And I think that um, something that's been so refreshing to me coming from the performing arts is – you can put so much time and energy into, I mean, I know so many actors and actresses who are some of the best singers, dancers, actors that I know, but so much of it is out of your control. You can weigh too much and you don't fit the costume or you're taller than your co-star, or I've lost out on parts before because my hair color wasn't correct and there wasn't a wig budget. Um, and it felt very out of my control. Whereas in technology, you can really dedicate yourself 110% and you will get that back. So I'm always encouraging of of folks, especially from the creative arts industry, but especially in technology as well, that it's never too late. And what you put in, you really do get back when it comes to engineering and and
0: tech. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you?
1: So I tweet a lot. Um, You can just find me by my name, Chloe Condon on Twitter, but I spell it the correct way, C-H-L-O-E versus the Chloe Kardashian way with a K. <laughs> um, I'm also on GitHub or sorry, I'm on, uh, I am on GitHub, but I'm on um, Instagram at G-I-T forked. So get forked, a little engineering pun for you all there. Indeed. Um, and my DMs are open on Twitter. So definitely reach out if you have any specific questions. And I'm, I'm, a little obsessed with Twitter, so
0: that's probably the best way to find me. Chloe, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. My thanks to Chloe for being my guest on today's show. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash E72. In the next episode, I'll be talking with Goiko Adich, an award-winning author, speaker, and partner at Nuri Consulting. Thanks again for listening. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.